Let me tell you what I see right now. I see Donald Trump and Republicans all over the country about to outsmart and left flank Democrats, Democrats in Congress and the Senate. Right now, you hear Donald Trump and multiple very conservative American senators saying, we need to find out how to put cash in the hands of everyday Americans. We need to do it immediately. A few Democrats are talking about that, but some leading Republicans are saying it at a time when Chuck Schumer, the Senate minority leader, is not saying that. At a time when Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, is not saying it. What's happening is Trump and Republicans are trying to outmaneuver Democrats to say, hey, we're actually going to be the ones to put money in the hands of everyday people. It's a smart, dangerous move. Let me unpack it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. There are really two things going on in the country right now. And one is an actual pandemic. We see the spread of the coronavirus happening all over the world. We see deaths continuing to spike. We see the number of cases around the world continuing to spike. Last night when I went to bed, it had just crossed 200,000 diagnosed cases around the world. We're now nearly up to 225,000 just from the time I went to bed to the time I woke up, mainly because testing is now more widely available. We're seeing deaths spike in Iran in particular under the weight of horrible American sanctions that the country does not need and does not deserve and should not have. And we have this pandemic that's spreading across the country. And while the pandemic spreads, it's having a horrible, horrible economic impact on countries all over the world as millions of people across the world lose their jobs, lose their livelihood, lose their income, lose their basic ability to pay their bills. Nobody's hiring right now. And and it's not like if you lose one source of income, you can easily pick it up. People are holding on to their money and stock markets around the world are crashing. Industries are collapsing. I read last night that the airline industry is losing billions of dollars. People are already being laid off. People are voluntarily uh, going on unpaid leave. I don't even know quite why why they're doing that or what that means. It's a very, very perilous, fragile, dangerous time, not just in the United States, but all over the world where people are hurting in ways that we've never seen before in our lives. Not not worldwide like this. It's not, it's not like a natural disaster that hits in one day over one very specific geographical location and the rest of the world can then chime in to help that one part. It's not even like an act of terrorism that it kind of has in some ways a beginning, middle, and an end and is generally kind of geo-specific, located in one specific area of the world. It's the whole world, all over the world, every country, small countries, large countries, rich countries, poor countries. The whole world is impacted by it. That's the first thing that's going on. And it's 
it's a pandemic in the true sense of the word that there is a physical illness that people can get that is causing real harm, but it's having a ripple effect economically, socially, emotionally, uh, uh, you know, financially, it's having a ripple effect in so many ways. That's the first thing that's going on. It's the second thing that's going on that I need us to talk about. We are at the phase of this pandemic, and I'm just speaking, I am speaking specifically about the United States, but this really impacts the whole world. We're at the phase of this pandemic where politicians and corporations and others are trying to see how they can game the moment, how they can abuse the moment, how they can use this moment to their personal and political advantage. We're there, okay? It happens after every natural disaster. It absolutely happens after every act of terrorism. Give people just a moment to to grieve an act of terrorism. But a few moments later, corporations, the military-industrial complex, politicians, venture capitalists, and others are going to say, there's money to be made, there is power to be gained, and we're in that moment right now. We are now in that moment where... The pandemic has hit. It is continuing to grow. But people are also saying, how can we hold on to our power? How can we gain more power? How can we get an advantage right now? How can we how can we come out of this stronger than we were going into it? And that's where we are with Donald Trump. And I see exactly what he's doing. What Here's what's happening. Peep game for a second. What's happening is conservatives are waiting to look at Democratic proposals. So as Democrats issue a proposal, leading Republicans will then come out and say they're asking for something bigger and better, which nobody quite saw coming. All of a sudden, you have a conservative senator, Ben Sass, saying, yeah, we need to put $2,000 in the hands of American workers nationwide. Well, just 48 hours before Ben Sass said that, Kamala Harris said $500. So you get one of the leading Democrats in the Senate, Kamala Harris, to say, yeah, we need to give $500 to every American. First off, I do have to offer a, a a slight critique. I mean, $500 is better than a dollar. But $500, like, people don't have money to pay their rent. People don't have money to pay their bills. People are, if you lost your job, $500 is better than nothing. But if you were making two, three, four, five, six thousand dollars $6,000 a month, $500 can hardly pay a power bill. I'm not even talking about rent. Like, how is that going to compensate? And so Ben Sass said, oh, $500, huh? No, I'm saying $2,000. And all of a sudden, you have a real challenge here that we haven't really had in, in years where you have leading Republicans saying, 
No, we actually want to help put more money in the hands of everyday people than Democrats do. Now, on some level, there's a real part of me that says, oh, this is a good problem to have, where you have Democrats and Republicans fighting over who can help everyday people more. That's a fight. I don't, I don't know if we've had that fight any time in our lifetime, where I'm talking about with real substantive proposals. Well, here's the thing. We have no idea if Republicans are actually literally interested in doing this because we know at the end of the day, they want to save corporations. They want to save their own uh, portfolios, not just their 401ks, but their own rich, wealthy portfolios and their friends. They want to save companies that prop up the military industrial complex like Boeing and others. But if Donald Trump, who, listen to me, listen, who is a pathological liar, who is full of hot air, who never keeps his promises, who never really delivers on the things he says he's going to deliver on, if Donald Trump can convince Americans that he, in this crisis, in spite of how badly he has bungled it, in spite of how horrible of a job he's done, if he can convince not just his supporters, but if he can convince just a sliver of everyday Americans that he was responsible for putting more money in the hands of everyday people than Democrats, yo, he wins. I don't I don't just mean that he wins the general election. I, I won't even go... Th- that far forward, he wins the battle of, and I'm talking about the optics battle. If he can effectively convince people, hey, I'm trying to put more money in your bank account now. If he can effectively convince people of that at a time when people are desperate for money, desperate for resources, desperate for some type of financial support, if he can do that right now, that's a winning message. And the only way for Democrats to not lose that is for their message to be stronger. But my greatest fear is that now the Democrats that we have kind of propping up the party, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, even Joe Biden, that's not really their M.O. Their M.O. is not really, yeah, let's have a universal basic income. Like (laughs) Andrew Yang has said that. Bernie Sanders has said that. But that's not really the the natural message from the leading party officials, if you will. And so it's a challenge. Are they going to be able to muster uh, muster up the courage to say things? Democrats, are they going to be able to muster up the courage to say things that they don't normally say? They don't, they're not normally for Medicare for all. They're not normally for any type of universal free medicine. And so yesterday, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi even came out and said, hey, we see these proposals about sending $1,000 or $500 or $2,000, but what we really need to do is just increase everybody's unemployment benefits. I'm not saying 
that increasing unemployment benefits is a bad idea. Of course, it's not a bad idea. But the other is much simpler. And politics, sadly, is so much about messaging and optics. If you increase unemployment benefits by $1,000 and everybody who's filed for unemployment benefits gets an additional $1,000, then that's great. But if your message is every family needs a $1,000 check and they need it by the end of this month, that message wins. Sometimes the simpler message is it's almost like an economic version of, of Occam's razor. It's just like, you know, um, the the simplest solution wins out in this. And when you have somebody saying every American needs a two thousand dollar check right now, we need to put it right in the economy, drop it right into the, into the mailbox, into people's bank accounts versus we need to find a way to increase un- unemployment benefits. The $2,000 check message wins every day, all day. And the challenge is, are Democrats going to be outmaneuvered, outsmarted, left flanked on essential ideas of supporting everyday people? If so, that's going to hurt come November. It's going to be incredibly hard to flip the Senate. It's going to be incredibly difficult to defeat Donald Trump if leading conservative voices convince people that they are the ones that want to put money in your pocket during a pandemic. You don't want to lose that. You don't want to lose that angle. All right. Listen, before we go, I have a very important action step for each of you. Many of you have already taken it. But this is doubly so for all of you who haven't, all right? Action, 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 steps, take action, 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 steps, steps. I am so, so proud of our team at the Action Pack. That is the political arm of the work that we do every day. We have shifted so much of our energy and attention over to helping everyday people. We've now had over 6,000 helpers sign up at c19helpsquad.com, c19helpsquad.com. Of those 6,000 helpers, we have about 2,500 so far that we have activated that are already doing the work. We have already started to help hundreds of families all over the country, and we are forming local teams And I want you to be a part of that. We need you to be a part of that. So if you can go now, and I want you to do it, if you can be a helper or listen to me, if you need help, if you go now to c19helpsquad.com, you can sign up right away to be a helper, to join a local team, to find ways to help everyday people. And the second thing is, if you need help, click that button Post your need, and we'll do our best to get the resources to you. All right? We love you. We appreciate you. Keep doing everything you're doing. I know, I know, I know it's hard. It's frightening. It's difficult. I promise you, we've endured so many difficult moments in the history of the world. We will endure this. You will endure this. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Break the 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 break
Breakdown.